Hey friends, welcome to Motherhood in Hollywood, episode 184. My guest today is my good friend Aaron Ziering, and we are dishing on a lot of juicy stuff. We're going to be talking about working with brands, um, influencers in Los Angeles, and FOMO, fear of missing out. So you definitely want to stick around for this. Uh, but first, I want to let you guys know that this episode of Motherhood in Hollywood is sponsored by Spring Free Trampoline. If you've been listening and following along on my social media, you know that we are literally bouncing with joy over here because we have a brand new Spring Free Trampoline and it is customized. Yeah. Did you know that Spring Free customizes trampolines? I've never heard of any other trampoline company doing this. So instead of your standard black or even just like a basic blue, you can get a pink, green, red, blue, gray, any color that they have available, you can get it um, for your trampoline. Ours is pink and white. And it is so much fun. Channing's look of pure joy when she came into the backyard to see this trampoline was just the best thing. It looked like Christmas morning. I mean, it was so great. Um, and for you guys, if you don't know, or if you're not that familiar with Spring Free, you should know that it is one of the world's safest trampolines. It's been through a lot of rigorous tests. Um, and the reason it's called Spring Free is because there are no springs on the bouncing pad area. No little fingers or toes or arms and legs could get stuck um, which, as you know, can cause a lot of injuries. So that is a, a huge positive element of the spring-free trampoline. And for the month of October, you guys, this is really cool. They have waived the $99 design fee for their customized trampolines. So this will go up to $99 in November. So if you want to check out Spring Free, now is the time to do it. If you're in Southern California, there's two locations, Playground Warehouse, there's one in San Diego and one in Calabasas. Um, and also you can go to the Spring Free website to find a location or um, installation uh, delivery area near you. So check it out, you guys. Spring Free Trampoline right now, no design fee no design fee to get your customized trampoline. Um, yeah, we love ours. We're going to keep posting about it over on uh, the motherhood and Hollywood Instagram. So make sure you guys check that out. All right. We got a lot to talk about today. So we're going to jump right into our episode. Here we go. Hello, mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prudes perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hi, friends. So glad you're joining me for this very special episode of Motherhood in Hollywood. As I said, my friend Aaron Ziering stopped by, and um, we have been having a lot of conversations lately about... Um, this sort of phenomenon that's happening, I don't know if it happens where you live, but it definitely is happening here in Los Angeles. There's a ton of events that go on every week and brands and companies invite us to come to these events. And um, the idea behind it is that we share about these events and their products on our social media in exchange for getting to go to the event or maybe getting a product at the event. And it's essentially an ad. We're giving them an ad whenever we go to whatever the event might be. It could be an organization. It could be a physical product. Um, whatever it might be, we're basically asked to go and give free advertisement. So th we have a few people in our social circles that go to two or three of these events a day, three or four a week. 
Um, they're constantly going to events. It's like almost like a, you know, a, uh, don't want to be left out, must go, you know, kind of a situation. And, um, we know that the brands aren't paying. And so we're just kind of wondering like, what, what is this need to go to everything? And, um, you know, is it, does it create an illusion that you're popular? Is it a not want to be left out? Is it all about networking, creating connections, whatever your reasoning might be to go to something like this without getting paid, without it being, um, you know, a paid advertisement, um, I'm really curious. I'm curious to know why this keeps happening and why everyone feels this need to go. On the flip side, there's FOMO. Um, people who don't get invited to an event or whatever feel really left out and have hurt feelings. And, um, you know, it's something that's happening a lot. And it's, you know, people are really affected by not getting invited. So um, those are a couple of the topics that Aaron and I are talking about today and also just working with brands and how to approach brands about asking for money and um, a lot of some of the um, the issues a lot of mom influencers in particular are facing in LA because we're both in the mom influencer space and circle and we uh, have a lot of questions ourselves. So we're opening up this discussion and would love to hear from you guys. Would love to hear from you if you deal with brands, if you want to start making money on your social media, um, if you want to start making money going to events. Um, we'd just love to hear your thoughts on this because this is a topic I think that gets um, kind of taboo, especially when you're talking about companies because nobody wants to upset a brand or a company or call anyone out and you know, on that same, um, by that same token, this is not geared towards anyone in particular. This conversation is not about anyone in particular. It's just sort of an overall trend, um, and thing that we've been noticing in the mom space and would just kind of like to open up the discussion. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, so that being said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up my mommy monologue really quick and make sure you guys follow me on motherhood in Hollywood. I've been sharing about some really fun things happening lately, a partnership we have with Sarna skincare for the month of October. It's eczema awareness month. Make sure you check out that blog post as well. Also Channing is going to be bum, 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 on kids say the darndest things. She had a little tiny little blip on this most recent episode. And then in a couple of weeks, she's going to be on with a little bit larger part. So I'm just like a big proud mama over here watching her um, grow and share her sweet little personality with the world, basically. Uh, so you guys be on the lookout. I'll be posting more and sharing more about that. Uh, all right, let's get to my interview. Uh, or it's not really an interview. It's more of a conversation uh, with my friend, Aaron Zaring. Never too close. Never too close. Come closer. I actually love it when you're here. You, um, you live in like the fabulous Hollywood Hills and it feels so far away, but really it's like what, 15, 20 minutes. That's it. Unless you get a flat tire on the way. Unless you get a flat tire. <laughs> I know. I feel so bad. It happens. Um, uh, that's what you get for having all this construction and people building their McMansions in your I neighborhood. Know. I just wish they'd build my house into a McMansion. <laughs> I know. I know. Great. I love your house though. It's got this like great shade and it feels very cozy and like woodsy. Yeah. Like you're in a cabin that someone's going to murder you in. Right. It's fine. <laughs> a, a woodsy murder cabin. <laughs> Definitely okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Erin is here because um, one, uh, I love her and I'm glad she came over and we have a lot of things to talk about. Um, but also I wanted her to look at my tree and my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> the farm girl. Because <laughs> I told her the other day that I've been trying to update and do some like landscaping stuff in my backyard and I didn't know what I was doing. And she's like, you know, I grew up on like a tree farm. Like I know about trees and and all that and I was like oh 
please come have a look at my tree. So then we talked about fake trees. Then, <laughs> then I was like, I think I may just get a fake tree. It feels like a way less maintenance. They have them at Ikea for like 30 bucks. Because mm-hmm. um, what I did was I went and I bought 10 laurel fig trees. Do I have, you have a cat hair in your hair? No, I think that spider that was hanging oh, out. No. <laughs> oh, no. She walked through the biggest spider web in my backyard. It's okay, guys. Uh, it's appropriate. You're, it's you're having the witch vibes like, lately. Maybe I'm, the spider was I'm like, for it. I have a pet spider at home now. Yeah, she has a go. baby, so it's going. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that gives me um, But I was telling Erin, I went to Home Depot and I bought 10 trees because mm-hmm. I was like, F it. I'm just going to put trees all over the backyard. I'm going to make a privacy fence of just gorgeous trees. I didn't research the trees. I didn't have any idea what I was doing. And I bought like 70 foot laurel trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. which would be massive <laughs> and I bought 10 of them um and Chris was like I don't know that this yeah. is the best way to go about this so yeah. I had to return all these trees and the poor Home Depot people are like this lady's crazy yeah so well you are it's true um but I'm glad that you experienced that because now you know more about trees I do know more yeah. about trees and I know what I what I, a better idea of what I want back there and what I don't want yeah, we just I just taught her how to get rid of her ants. So I'm really yes. proud of myself too. Yes. Die tenacious earth, you guys. Spread right. it spread it. Spread it. Sprinkle it. Research it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy some. Like when you leave, I'm actually gonna I order. Eat that stuff for like Why? I don't know. Is this supposed to be good for your digestive it system? It does something. I know it kills ants because of like the sharp shards yeah. of microscopic sea creatures. Yeah. So I'm guessing it has to do with the microscopic sea creatures that are in there. Okay, but like why are you would you eat it? What would it kill know. inside your body? I feel like we should Google this. All right, I'm gonna go Google I have an internet. Um part. you know what? I feel like though I feel like I read something about that a while back. Yeah. It's amazing though, the things that you find out about what can make your body feel so good. I feel like yeah. with social media I have learned so much I'm like, what is this? And why is everybody doing it? I'm like, I jump right on the bandwagon of all the trends of what to eat and how to be healthy until I get bored with it. Until you get bored with it. <laughs> you are very healthy. Okay. You, um, which is something we definitely want to talk about. Wait, diatomaceous earth is made from fossilized remains of tiny aquatic organisms <gasps> called diet diatomes. Their skeletons are made of a natural substance called silica. And over a long period of time, diap- all right, I don't need to go through the whole thing. I think but- it's the silica that's in there that's really good for you, maybe. Do people eat it? People can eat it, yeah. It's bug killer you can eat. That's what it says. Mm-hmm. It's-, it's really healthy, so you can use it around your house because you know it's not going to be like toxic for your children or pets. Oh, it also apparently kills bed bugs and fleas. There we go. Done. Uh- Done. Well, Cure for everything. I am going to get it, and I'm going to put. <laughs> We're going to make this go trending. Everywhere. Trending. <laughs> Why isn't um, the uh, diatomaceous earth? I was uh, going to run to Home Depot sponsoring. to buy their bag of diatomaceous earth. <laughs> well, I need it. It's a problem. Like it's it's we get ants, and we always honestly just assume it's because it's so dry. We're in California. Mm-hmm. It happens once a year without fail. We will have a massive ant infestation in our bathroom, and then maybe two weeks later in our kitchen. Mm-hmm. And it looks like the kitchen cabinet is moving. And we're like, what's happening? And it has happened every year since we've lived here, like clockwork. No more. You're going to sprinkle that stuff around your entire house. The perimeter. Mm-hmm, the whole perimeter. And they can't get in. And the, and the yard, too. Would and you, the yard, too. Would you put it in the yard? Well, no, you don't have to. Just put it around your house. They can live out in the yard. Let them have some space. Okay, no, I was like, Let just them kill live. them live. Don't kill, kill them all. Let them serve their I purpose am, in the world. I'm going full Khaleesi and just 
mowing them all down because we've literally been struggling with this for like ever. And it drives me crazy that there's ants everywhere and they, we don't know where they're coming from or mm-hmm. why they love us. I don't mind them to stay out of my pantry. Yeah. Do your thing. Stay I don't out of mind my them kitchen. in the bathroom. Um, yeah, I mind them in the bathroom. Though. When they get on your arm and you're yes. like walking and you're like, there's an ant like, on you. You're yes. like, ugh. It just feels Ugh. unclean. It does feel unclean. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm such a clean freak that I'm like, I don't like feeling like there's bugs. Your anywhere. house is really tidy. Thank you. Yeah, very tidy. Thanks so much. I may or may not have cleaned vigorously before you came over. Um, that's a Midwest in you. It is. That is for sure. It like, is. Clean yeah. before the cleaning lady I comes. I cleaned the toilet. Yeah, I cleaned <laughs> yes. before the cleaning lady comes. We just recently started using um, a housekeeper, a housekeeping service. And I will literally go through and I fold all of our underwear um any of our um dainties <laughs> and i will um organize all of the sinks uh dishes all the dishes next to the sink um or i will like you know I'll, i definitely clean before they come over it's so weird i just clean with her i feel like i'm oh, like, like I'm a like, long sign yeah is I'm it just, just one person i have one person yeah okay. she comes like every other friday and i walk around and i'm mm. like oh i try to tidy up so she can actually clean yes and i try to pick up everything because our house is chaotic between like two kids three yes. dogs guinea pigs yeah it's just and an island and an island <laughs> so it's chaotic it's chaotic it's a lot there's a lot going on and like every other night a dinner party okay so. it takes my house is not as big as yours and there are four people that come over mm-hmm. to my house to clean mm-hmm. and they're like oh we can't get it all done and i'm <laughs> that's like what? what that's insane i know and no. i'm like and they charge me a lot of money so i may i feel like maybe i'm getting yeah. scammed well, I, I have a lady for you. Right. She's great. All right, good. She never complains. Because this is a... This she is might not put stuff away properly. <laughs> <laughs> like, no matter how many times like, I tell her. Oh, no. But she's a it. sweetheart, so... All right. It's worth it. Well, I... um. I have a big hang up about it. I've always had a hang up about it because I was very much raised where you've got two arms, two legs and body clean it yourself. Yeah. Like you clean as you go. When mm-hmm. I'm cooking, there's almost never a mess in the kitchen when I'm done because I clean while I'm cooking. Me too. And it's like ingrained in me that it's like, you just don't do that. Chris will use every fork, every spoon, every pan and pot we own to make spaghetti. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why? Why? And like four cutting boards. Yes. You're like, what did you what have were to you cut even to cutting? make spaghetti? Yes. What? were you even I'm like, no, you don't break just break it over the he's pot like, i got bread <laughs> i was making some kind of garlic bread and i'm like but what why why um cutting boards are the worst to clean they are the no. worst and ours are like so cheap they don't they're fit all in the rusty. dishwasher either so you yeah. can't even try yeah Ugh. um so i will um i will always clean before they come but i have like such a hang up about it because it's just not how I was raised. It feels mm-hmm. very bougie to me to admit that I have a housekeeper or Ugh. someone to help me with that. But it got to the point with my business and my job that I couldn't, I couldn't do it all. And I felt like I was drowning because my house felt dirty. Mm-hmm. And when I, my house is a mess, then I feel like I'm a mess and I, I don't want to spend the few hours that I have off from work cleaning my house. I want to spend it enjoying it with my family. So that was one thing that Chris and I talked about kind of allowing myself a little bit of freedom to mm-hmm. have help. It's so hard to ask for help for me anyway. I don't know. Do you have hard, do you have a hard time asking for oh, help? Oh yeah. I, mean, I was raised the same way. Like mm-hmm. I, so I could never have a nanny. I could never let someone else take no, care of my children. I like, had to like what? do it all myself. Yeah. People talked about night nurses. I was like, that's insane. That's insane. Get up and take Get care of Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm like the luxury of having my, and it's more because my husband is a very messy type of person and mm-hmm. he doesn't mind being messy doesn't mind putting out all the pots and pans when he's making food yeah but it, it was almost more for him he had the housekeeper before i moved in and she had been there for 10 years she was there before i was there yeah so for me to get rid of her felt really wrong really wrong because yeah. and like it was just the it's someone's every job other, at every that point. other week. their livelihood yeah. yeah and that was like taking away a job from her so i was like it kind of 
put that into oh well i couldn't take away her perspective. job and yeah. that'd be wrong of me to come in and i actually appreciated her doing help. yeah yeah i appreciate her doing all that stuff but nothing else i cannot i mean it even drives me crazy that we have gardeners i'm like what are they doing out there i can <gasps> do so much better I like i get so judgmental about well, the gardeners and it's so funny because chris feels that way too mm-hmm. when we lived in oklahoma we did all of our own yard work you didn't have a gardener no like nobody no. i mean what are you the mayor like <laughs> No. But in LA, you're giving somebody a job and, yes. and it doesn't cost that much yeah. in comparison because where I'm from, a gardener was a profession. That was something mm-hmm. that my father, you know, studied and understood like landscape yeah. architect. Out here, it's like that's a level of landscape architect if you mm-hmm. would hire a gardener in. Out here, a gardener is just somebody comes to your house, they mow or they, they blow, and, blow and they leave. They're not yes. like designing your landscaping and helping. Right. They're not planting your flowers. They just And that's and one thing that's leave. frustrating though because I do see a lot of stuff, which is why I'm sort of tackling this thing in the backyard and trying to add something because I don't necessarily think that the gardener can do it and would do it the way I wanted and if I did I feel like they would charge me way too much and I'm like I can do it I've got arms and legs if I can, you want you something know, done right do it yourself, do it yourself. Heather. <laughs> yeah. but then the onus becomes on yourself to do everything mm-hmm. and I feel like especially you and I we are in a town and in a community where we all want to do everything like there's so many fun things coming at us right and left every day fun opportunities from hosting a fun party Mm -hmm. to um working on a a video maybe uh hosting a new show the trash man is here yeah he's picking up my trash um or it's like um partnering with someone to create something new Mm -hmm. you know there's there's so many opportunities that can sort of come your way that it's kind of gets hard to say no yep and it's hard to sort of <clears throat> filter out what's going to be your ultimate goal, which kind of brings me to my our topic today was, um, and Aaron and I have been talking about this a lot lately. We have for years now, four or five years, right? Would yep. you say four or five years mm-hmm. between at home at the earrings and motherhood in Hollywood been growing something, growing a business, growing a brand. And we sort of feel like, I don't want to say hit a wall. I don't want to speak for you, but I know I've hit, feel like I've hit a wall in growth. And I've been mm-hmm. talking about this a little bit on mother in Hollywood and I don't know where to go next. Yeah. There are doors that are opening, but I'm not sure if I want to go in them. And there are things that I really want to do that are not open to me. So I just feel frustrated. I feel stuck. Do you feel that way too? Um, I know we've had a little bit of conversations about that. Yes, I definitely do. And I think one of the biggest issues with this is we're constantly being thrown other things. So we might have a goal. I might have said mm-hmm. three years ago, this is what I want it to be. It's like yeah. when I was new and I was young in it and I was like, this is who I am. And I remember this is, you wanted to be like Martha Stewart. Like yeah, you wanted to have like, your own like home decor. This is who I am and this is what I love and, and yeah. this is what I do at home with my kids and mm-hmm. at my house and with my parties. And then suddenly it was like companies start coming in. They're saying like, why don't you do this? And why don't you add this? And you know what? Don't post like that though. Don't do what you would typically do. Please do what we ask you to do. do, Make it look a certain way. They take away all your creativity. And then suddenly you just kind of are doing things because it's a business and you're making money and you want to keep this rolling. Mm -hmm. And then you're getting offers to do stuff that, wasn't even in your wheelhouse and then then you keep going in that way and you're like oh well maybe this is fun and maybe this this will lead to what i want to do eventually yeah Yeah. Yeah. and it's helping me grow Mm -hmm. i'm getting followers from doing this Mm -hmm. but it's not what you want to do so you get to this point of doing all of these things that a company has kind of pushed you in a certain direction and then you keep getting the ball keeps rolling and more companies keep coming in 
And then you're like, wait a second, this was not in this the plan it, yeah. to create my empire. And I don't know where to go from here because this wasn't something you're so that, far off track. Yeah. You're so far off track. And well, it's, it's hard because back. you're making money. Yeah. You're making money and mm-hmm. it's a business that wasn't like, I never intended motherhood in Hollywood to be a business. Yeah. It was literally just a way for people to come over and like this, yeah. have coffee with me, have drinks with me and talk about being a mom in the entertainment industry. Where's my drink? Oh, uh, it's, you got the Blanche glass. You got the (laughs) one. I'm like, it's never never too early for cocktails. I can make you something. (laughs) Yes. Um, but like, it was really just a way to like, come over and like swap ideas. Like, what are you doing? How are we doing this? And can, and connect, excuse me, with other moms. But now I'm, it just sort of spiraled into a business and, I don't want to say that just sort of happened. Like I knew what was happening and I really put a lot of time and energy and effort into it. But now I'm like, where do I, what do I do? I have this thing I've created. What do I, what do I do next? Right. I think, and it's been interesting for me because I started this blog years ago called at home with his earrings. Cause I love doing home family activities, mm-hmm. sharing our life at home. And then suddenly I turned into a travel blogger. Right. I don't know <laughs> how that happened. Yeah. But now I look at my blog and I'm well, like, you love traveling and you I guys love go traveling. so many places. And then I'm like, do I rename my blog? I go away yeah. with the earrings because the earrings <laughs> are never home. I mean, my husband doesn't yeah. feel like he hasn't been home in years. Yeah. And then the girls and I are just constantly on some kind of trip. And Going we, somewhere. And then we're always with Disney now. Yeah. Disney seemed to have picked us up. And yeah. then it's always, so I'm like, is it Disney with the earrings? It's, it's definitely it? not at home anymore. And I don't know how to get back, back to home. that home. Yeah. Yeah. How to th- that and I don't even know if that's still me I think it's like it years is. later you evolve and you're like oh that was this and now I became this new person too in this space yeah. and so it's really hard to like refocus yeah I remember you guys had the launch party mm-hmm. um at the now defunct oh fudge yeah <laughs> which is where like, we were all like a lot of two or three days a week yeah. at some party and event at oh fudge for like a, two years I mean they couldn't maintain that they were just giving away parties every, yes. like every other day do you think people were paying for that or do you think I think they, were they just gave free? away a lot of free parties that's why they're not Dang. in business I'm sure people had to pay for the food I'm sure they made like brands pay for the food yeah but it wasn't they didn't charge much you know what though in the back end of the oh fudge drama I know, I know. <laughs> and then they got sued I, and that was it so. I will say say um there is definitely a lack there is still a definitely a need for a space like that oh, a family sure. friendly space that's a little more high end for mm-hmm. events and has full food and service and child care yeah well then There's they had drinks which there was never and any drinks. drama around that i can't no. believe that no one ever was like why is there lots of alcohol oh, with na- children naturally no why not in child care naturally nobody nobody cared everyone just um, would leave we just took home. it because it was jessica beale and justin timberlake and nobody cared. no like, whatever <laughs> drinks <laughs> Um, and it looks pretty on my Instagram. Um, no, I totally agree with you. Cause I remember you started at home with his earrings mm-hmm. and you really had a clear, I, we had conversations about it. You were like, I'm going to start with an apron line and then I'm going to have like cookware and spatulas. And then we're going to mm-hmm. do cookbooks and we're going to do this and this, and you were going to be like the homemaker. And yeah. that was your thing. And then somehow along the way, and part of it too, maybe because we, um, we partner with people mm-hmm. who, you know, we think might, you know, open up doors and then we end up swinging the other way and realizing, oh, maybe that wasn't the right way to go or, you know, things change, whatever. Yeah. And we just are, I feel like we're always just trying new things and waiting for something to stick. And it just gets frustrating because it's like, when does it stick? <laughs> there's a lot in the <laughs> when space. When do we get there? Yeah. There's yeah. a lot in the space. I think a lot of people are on the same path. I see everybody mm-hmm. fighting for the invites, fighting to go to these parties yes. that everyone's we, and we going to. And we need to talk to. about that. And... 
and it's like I, I've set I stepped back a while ago because everyone kind of knows I hardly would show up to something on a weekend mm-hmm. I commit my weekends to, to my kids time, and yeah. what's going on but going to something on the weekend I feel like it's always nothing's really in my I guess in my genre of what I'm trying to do mm-hmm. to go to it's a lot of movie premieres and right. I don't really cover movie premieres right it's not my thing and for a while people were trying to get me to go and cover movie premieres but I'm like that's not your that's thing. not my thing there's no. so many bloggers out there that that is their thing and it's remembering to stay in my lane right and I felt like I tried to always stay pretty focused on this is my lane and that's not my lane mm-hmm. and stay with what you're really good at and if you focus on that and you focus on who you are then the path will lead to something. Yeah. But yeah. Like just doing all kinds of random stuff and wanting to be at every random party and get yeah. every random gift bag and post every random mm-hmm. product is like, you just stay in the circle. Yeah. Of there's something that happens here. And I don't know if this happens. I know there's people that listen all over the country and all over the world, but I don't know if this happens in your area, but here in LA, it seems to be pretty rampant that there is massive FOMO. There is massive, um, need to go to every event Anyone every party wondering FOMO is a fear of missing out fear of missing out. thank you thank you for explaining it for my older <laughs> listeners um but uh fear of missing out there's people who have this need to go to everything and it may be you may drive be in your car all day hauling your kids around dropping in and out of events from like lotion to a yoga mat to workout gear to you know a disney whatever and you're going all over town and you're doing this and you're not getting paid Mm -hmm. because these brands and companies rarely pay people to show up to their parties they just offer a free product um and maybe a um a bite of you know a mini slider and you show some random celebrity that gets paid to show up some random celebrity that gets paid a ton of money to show up and make an appearance Mm -hmm. well what's happening here is it it gets weird because there's so many people that are so desperate to be invited and be included and go to those things that the brands don't have to pay. Mm -hmm. They don't have to pay you to go because they know a hundred people, 20 people or whatever are all going to show up and do it for free and cover about it and post that selfie with the celebrity so that it looks like on their social media, they're hanging out with celebrities all day. When in reality they're in their car driving all over town, trying to get a free, you know, air fryer. Right. (laughs) Speaking of air fryer. Speaking of air fryer. (laughs) but yeah, it's this, why, why do you think this is happening? And do you think it's just in LA? Because no. it feels very much like an LA thing. I feel like the Midwestern bloggers are probably not doing this. They but don't have these things. Or maybe things, they're having these events. everyone yeah. has a fear. Whether yeah. someone, you know, Susan is having a play date and no, everyone cool is there and mm. you weren't invited. It's There's always going to be that, why wasn't I included? What did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, well, maybe it was just an all-boy play date and you have a girl. Like, Karen. Right. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> I love that you just called out Karen. Karen, calm Karen. down. Right? Exactly. It's like, it's okay. And I think I really always try to step back and remember that, you know, I'm there. I try to only go to things to support mm-hmm. my friends. I want yeah. my friends to be the host. I want my friends to be getting paid to yeah. be the person standing up, talking about the product. Because if we just go to so many random things, then everybody is missing out in a way. Mm-hmm. And I think people want to be popular and that is what is going that's on is. out here. You want to be the one that's on uh, everyone's list. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to be the popular girl. Everybody yeah. has this like, and 
how close can I get to the person who is the popular girl? And if I keep showing up to things, then, then it makes me look popular. popular. Yes. And then, like, even my mom will be like, hey, why didn't you go to those events this weekend? Like, yeah. I saw everybody was there. And I'm like, well, why? That's great that everyone was there. Um, but, but why not, do you need to go? None of my friends were hosting it. Yeah. And then if I want to see my girlfriends on a not chaotic basics where we're trying mm-hmm. to run around and take photos, I will go because out for drinks with them. That is something about these events. These events are not casual hangouts for mm-hmm. the most part. It's mm-hmm. a pop-in you know as an influencer or a blogger that you've been invited to come to take pictures of the product, take pictures of yourself there, having the time of your life or mm-hmm. whatever, and then leave. Yep. Um, and it's not it's not that experience that I think people think it is. And that's sort of due in part to us too because we're not really being as open and honest with it as like, wow, this party's lame. Like no one's ever going to go on Instagram and say that. <laughs> yeah. you know? No one's ever going to walk in and be like, wow, they literally like, but we do appreciate you know. the brands, you know, the and companies that yes, are there yeah. and they're putting it on and we understand the work that they put into having it. Mm-hmm. And it's not their fault that we're feeling like we need to deliver something. Yeah. It's not their fault that when we show up, we want to either support our friend and make sure we take a good picture because they're the host mm-hmm. or because we really want to work with that company, which they end up never working with anybody, right. especially when you've already gone and posted for free. Just right. like everybody knows I've been doing yes. this for years. It doesn't yes. happen. You um, start to learn like, oh, this company is not going to pay. Okay. And here's what I think, and I've said this before, but but if you have a business and your business is blogging, Instagramming, social media, you should be trying to get paid for your work and for your time. Yeah. Whether it's $50 for something you know, $500 something, whatever you feel like your value is, if you're going to be posting about a company and you are passionate about them, you should at least try to be getting paid something. I understand that there's companies we post about for free and we do that in the, the, to support a friend or in the hopes that there's something more long-term maybe, Mm -hmm. but at least try. Like yeah. people should at least try. Yeah. I'm always in for doing stuff for free for any of my friends. Any of my friends come out with a product, yeah. a line, whatever mm-hmm. they're doing, whatever they're talking about. I'm like, what can I do to help? What can I do to share? Mm-hmm. I even have PR friends. You know, you become, you work in this business for so long and, and they become your yeah. friends as well. And yeah. you're like, I'm happy to share your product, whatever you're working on. I want you to do well. Right. It's the whole women supporting women. There's also big corporations that you're just like, I know you're paying people a yeah. ton of money and to be like, you know, one of the for people that are making the money is great when you're at that level, but also the people that are under that should also kind of be like, Hey, throw me some kind of bone because you have to do your hair. You have to do your makeup. Mm-hmm. You have to organize your children to take this photo. It's not really ever that fun for them. Yeah. And if the product costs $19 from target, you know, that you could go buy that toy. Yeah. Just go buy that. Just toy. go buy it. Just go buy that toy. Like, because all the stuff you effort and time <clears throat> you just put into taking this photo and selling yourself. Yeah. Um, short of who you really are, your creativity, is you know not doing anyone any sort like justice. I think when it sort of hit home for me, like what's happening is um, when one of our mutual friends who is a pretty well-known blogger and she's grown exponentially over the past like year or two um, started producing these like high level quality videos. All of a sudden we're seeing like um, videos with special effects and like gorgeous photos. And it's like, what in the world? And um, <clears throat> I was talking to her and I realized she has like a full production crew. She has a video videographer, a photographer, a video editor, um, an assistant, you know, um, and I- I'm an actor. So I come from the, the perspective of, I know what it's like to go to a commercial audition. I know how much commercial actors make yeah. and I know that brands hire 
um, uh, marketing agencies and ad agencies to come up with ad ideas, then they have a huge budget to hire a production team with a crew and lighting and hair and makeup and all of this stuff. Big bucks. Yeah. And mommy bloggers are doing it for three grand, right? A couple thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, and then you're spending all this money to you're, you, we are basically becoming mini production houses mm-hmm. without the same resources that these companies are hiring ad agencies. Yep. Um, and the level that they're getting. Yeah. And it's so frustrating to me. I'm like, yeah. stop doing that. Yeah. Stop doing that. Stop doing these highly produced videos and stuff. Yes. They look great. And whatever. I mean, maybe you're making 10 grand and it's worth it for you mm-hmm. or, or whatever. But I did one for a company that I love and I was okay with, you know, the demands and it wasn't a lot, but I was like, this is going to be a really fun project and they just need me to take some photos. Mm-hmm. But then they started putting demands. Well, we need you to get some children. We need like more in the background. We want to make sure there's a, a real party going on. Like uh-huh. we really want it to be real and have a bunch of kids come over. I was like, well then that then I have to feed all these kids and I have to do all this stuff. <laughs> like, I don't just have and then kids I have to be out. involved. So I have to hire a photographer because they want me and the shots being natural at the same time uh-huh. with all this stuff. And then they're like, but you can't keep any of the product and the kids can't keep any of the stuff and then like everything needs to be sent back and tacked and in and full and i had back. to build this entire set and put this whole thing together and then they were upset with like the, the kids that were involved and then they were upset with like the photo quality and like it was a professional photographer i'm sorry they had demands on what time of day it had to be shot wow. it was like there's a this and i actually had no problem telling the brand that this was completely unprofessional of them they put yeah. all these demands on me i could have shot something that was beautiful in my own creative way yeah of something that i would typically do and it would have looked like my content and you stood up for but yourself they said that it had to be this way it had to be these many this many kids i said it was chaotic it was not possible to create you wanted a full production commercial shot at my house mm-hmm. by me mm-hmm. um and you would have paid 50 grand for this easily or easily more. To, yeah. ha- to cast all these children to mm-hmm. pay them all to feed, hi- them, feed all. them all for how long setup took setup was almost like one part of the setup was three hours plus another five hours on top of like the one thing i had said i had to mm-hmm. build and I'm like, and then hiring photographer, and then you would have brought in lighting to make sure it was yeah. lit the way you wanted it. Yeah. So you would have easily spent 50 grand on this entire thing. Easily. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, but you want me to do it for pennies. Yeah. And I didn't make anything from this. I did this for fun, but you still have no problem coming at me and being mad at me. It's so crazy. And did they hear what you were saying? Do you think? Yeah, because they asked they asked me to do another ad after that. <laughs> <laughs> I but I, I'm like, I was scared. I was like, I'm ne- they're never going to work with me again. And I don't care because I, I'm done being this person that gets walked all over in this mm-hmm. industry because I've been doing this for years. And some companies look at you f- with full respect and give you what you deserve, yeah. let you be creative. They hire you because of your content. Then other companies come in and they say, oh no, it has to look like this and it has to be this and it has to be this type of lighting. You're like, I don't even shoot that lighting on my yeah. Instagram. Like then hire the blogger that does. Yeah. Like if you want me, then you get me. Yeah. And it's, ugh. that is, um, that is a constant frustration is there are brands who get your creativity and they understand mm-hmm. what an influencer is and what they're bringing to the table and let you sort of have free reign. But then you do have the brands that micromanage and they sort of take the um, authenticity and the the reason they probably are attracted to your account in the first place um, that takes away the authenticity of what you're doing. So it's really frustrating and it feels like we're sort of and I tell I tell this to Chris all the time. I'm like, I feel like I'm sort of on like a hamster wheel, like I'm just going. I'm going round and round. Here's the brand deal over here. Now I've got this for NBC. Now I've got to go to this for Channing. And now I've got to go this. I'm just going. Go, mm-hmm. go, 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 go. But I don't seem to be going anywhere. I'm not. 
Um, you know, I don't have my own show. I'm not starring at, on a show. I go to auditions. Hey, I've got an audition over here and over here, you know, but I'm, I'm not where I thought I would be four years into motherhood in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know how to, I don't know how to get off Yeah, and start taking more control back of what I want to do. Does that make sense? It does. I think that, well, there's also, I feel like this whole industry and these parties and these events have kind of like pushed everyone against each other. Oh, totally. Where there's everyone's so much like, well, what did you get? Shady, and how did you get? Yeah. And like people are talking about each other behind their backs. There's so like, much passive aggressive stuff mm-hmm. that's happening behind the scenes of the LA mommy blogging scene that people yeah. have no idea. Yeah. You knew would have no idea if you were just looking you're like, oh my God, all these women are such good friends and everyone loves each other and is so nice. And that is, for the most part, I think true, but in a lot of cases, not. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's, you don't know who likes you or who doesn't, who's yeah. there just to like get just, free stuff, just and, to get there mm-hmm. and just to be invited or just to be on a list. Yeah. And I mean, it has a lot of parties and there's a lot of people that I always want to make sure like never feel left out because I do, I love them whether they like me or not. I do. I appreciate who they are, their mm-hmm. creativity online. I like them as they are, but then also same thing, I'm like, I don't even know if they like me or whatever. Um, but I try not to ever overthink that too much. Yeah. Um, well, and you hosted an event recently <clears throat> for Go-Go Squeeze, which was so much fun. Mm-hmm. They did their Go-Go Ween. Yes. And they took over Mr. Bones, which, side note, I was very excited to go. I've never been to Mr. Bones. Oh, Do you know no? that was my first time really? to go? Yeah. I've gone, every, like, for eight years straight. That was our first time to go. And mm-hmm. every year I see people posting Mr. Bones, Mr. Bones, and I'm like, we should go check this place out eventually. Um, but this was a good excuse to finally go. And plus, we love Go-Go Squeeze. They're great. And, um, it was a beautifully done party. It was definitely one of those events where everyone was having fun. Everyone seemed to be enjoying themselves very well done. And I, and then go, go squeeze. I know did a lot of the inviting and yeah, all of the, they inviting, did all the right? inviting. Yeah. Um, but you, the next morning still got messages from people that were like, um, Hey, why don't you invite me? And yeah. you're like, really? Yeah. You know, and I also, then I was like, Oh no, I should reach out to people that I really like too, because I feel like uh, people were probably sitting there being like, oh, she didn't invite me. And so then I felt like I needed to reach out to people on social media that I love. It was like, hey, just so you know, it I wasn't me. I didn't. Yeah. You would always be on my list. And sorry, I sad. just want to make sure you don't feel. And a lot of people were really sweet and said like, hey, don't worry. I, you know, it would have been stressful for me. I would have came, but it would have been stressful for me to get there. And then I'm realizing like, oh, people come to go out of their way. I mean, you went out of your way too. We had yeah. five minutes to talk and take yeah. a quick picture before I was shuffled back into, you know, you're, you're my busy, duties. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like people really try and they all try to be there and they want to be there for the picture and they want to be there. To I be just don't understand why people take that so personally. Like if you're not, it, it, here's the deal. If you were having that party and I didn't get invited, yeah. I would one think we probably would have talked about it before then. Cause we're friends and you yeah. probably would have mentioned like, Hey, I'm doing this well, thing. I wouldn't have something. known if you were invited. Cause I literally didn't know because you didn't know until right. we walked in. You had right. told me, you're but like, I had hey, said, yeah, we yeah. go to the go. But I had friends that. Like, but I didn't even know if we didn't, if we didn't talk about it and they were like, Hey, what was going hey, on? What's up? <laughs> even if we didn't, I would have been like, um, that party looked amazing. And then you would have been like, Oh my God, what, you know, were you invited? Whatever. And we yeah. would have had a conversation about it. I would never, and I have never messaged somebody after they've had an event and been like, um, why didn't you invite me? <laughs> that is rude. I thought we were friends, you know, like yeah. I just don't, it reminds me of my sixth grade roller skating party. Oh. And I had, um, not invited this one girl in my class who was a bully to me. She was a bitch to me. Let's just be (laughs) real. And she treated me like shit, made me feel bad. And I told my mom, I didn't want to invite her. And my mom was like, you should invite everybody. And I was like, I'm not doing it. That's Mm -hmm. not how I roll. I didn't roll it like then. And I don't roll like that now. Um, so I didn't invite her and 
her mom called my mom very upset because this little girl apparently was so sad she didn't get invited. She's the only one that did get invited. She wasn't the only one. But um, anyway, she was so sad that my mom was like, you have to invite her. She's very upset. So I invited her and she came and she brought the gift that she brought me was basically something she found in her room or whatever. <laughs> like it was clearly used. Like she just threw yeah. it together, whatever. She was really mean to me at my own birthday party. The whole time she was there, didn't talk to me, kind of made fun of me or whatever. And I just remember thinking, I, I don't want to surround myself with people who are not nice and don't make me feel good. Yeah. And I, that has carried over throughout my whole adult life. And I don't think that you, I do not believe in the, you should invite everybody just to invite everybody. I, see, I like everybody. I know you do, but just I bring don't. everyone there. I know. Everyone's kumbaya no, at my no. house. <laughs> I know. Well, I know, but I'm like, I don't believe that if somebody is, I don't believe you should invite somebody who's not going to be nice and who you know is not a nice person. Yeah. Um, and, um, I, I just think so much here in this town, everybody gets so caught up in wanting to go to everything, wanting to be included with everything. Mm-hmm that they don't realize there's other factors involved. Like you, you didn't control the guest list. You weren't trying to be mean to people, but because we internalize things so much and everybody wants to be included all the time to everything, they just assume, Oh, I'm not invited. How dare you? Or that they did something wrong. Or or what did I do? Or maybe something they said got out or whatever. Maybe maybe someone knows. Maybe someone's feeling triggered. Someone's feeling convicted. And Um, there's sweet people who don't say anything. And I feel like also internalize it. And then it's like awkward. Yeah. I feel like then people also like are like, oh, she didn't invite me. She doesn't like me anymore. And I feel like some people in the space are shy. And yeah. also would really like take that to heart too. So mm. there is that, there is that, but I, but I want to empower people to be like, no, ca- stop caring so much. Like, why so do you much. care? Why it's do business. you, why do you need to go to the go, go squeeze pumpkin patch so bad? Like I was hosting it because you were hosting it. I guess. <laughs> Please come to my event. But I mean, why does why do you know what is it inside of you that has this need that you're yeah. like I have to go to every event and every party, and if I yeah. don't get invited, then I'm somebody must be mad at me or there must be something wrong with yeah. me. I just want people to stop thinking like that and just start focusing on what they're doing and how they can. Like going because it's a part of their brand. It's a part of what they do. It's not just because it's something, but it's because you work with Disney. It's a Disney event and I should be there because I cover Disney stuff. Oh, absolutely. That makes sense. Um, Or my best friend is hosting it or somebody I really love and respect is hosting this Mm -hmm. event and I really want to go and support them and what they're doing and their growth. And if I go and support them, then hopefully they'll support me and it's all these things. But a lot of times no one's even hosting the event. People are just going. going. Yeah. Just going. And I'm like. They're just going to go and get free stuff. And where it's really bad here in LA is at the entertainment events movie premieres Ooh. red carpet things blogger ju- everyone says they're an entertainment host junkins. now it's yes. amazing i am shocked at the number of people <laughs> who are like i cover entertainment like do you <laughs> um it's that's the part that kind of drives me crazy because that yeah. is actually like my job job mm-hmm. um and it's there's just something about it here people want to be in the celebrity world yeah. and i know you see it i know you know celebrities i know you and ian have spent many time ian's a celebrity you're a celebrity so oh, thank you uh, you're a celebrity <laughs> mom pretend to be celebrity one it's mom. fine um i mean you guys know that world and there's something about people they kind of lose their minds a little bit yeah. i watched it happen the other night at the party people coming up to ian who we've known for years and being like oh my god yeah. And I'm like, uh, this is just someone's dad. Like, relax. Yeah. I think um, people lose their mind around celebrities, entertainment and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I just I don't get it. I think it's weird, though, is that it's not really like 
the bloggers get sucked into it because it's exciting to be invited. Sure. And <clears throat> it wasn't something they ever wanted to do. I mean, I've been invited so many times to cover these press events and mm-hmm. to put, I'm like, I don't do that though. Right. PR companies, but you should come, you should do it. You should do yeah. it. I'm like, but why? Yeah. Why? Why should I do that? It's not my audience. It's not what my audience wants to see. You are comfortable enough to know me. Yeah. And so many people though are like, Oh, well they invited me. I should go do that. And I feel like we're all in this big circle of no one's going anywhere and no one's being able to write a book or do this or do that because no one's an expert on anything Mm-mm. anymore. Everyone's just like doing a little bit a of everything, toy, going to some press junket, calling themselves an entertainment reporter, but that's <laughs> not their focus. And it's they're all over the place right. because they don't you don't know what they are. And then they travel. Right. And you're like, wait, hold wait, on what? a second. Yeah. <laughs> And, and that's hard because, again, what we were talking about earlier is so many things are coming at you, so many opportunities. You know, I'm not a travel blogger, but if somebody invited me to go to Ireland or Bora Bora, I'd be like, oh, MIH travel, here we go. <laughs> right. You know, like <clears throat> it's it's hard to say no. It's hard to say no yeah. when opportunities come up. And it, there there's so many opportunities here. So I think, you know, the struggle continues to figure out what are we doing? Yeah. What do we want to do? Yeah. Um, and for me, how do I get off this hamster wheel and start focusing again on what I, my, where my passion is? Mm-hmm. Well, 99% of people that are in this space that are out here in LA, I have no clue who they are in person. I don't know yeah. a single thing about any of do? them besides they just go to events. Yes. Like what do they do on their other days? Mm-hmm. Do they have any actual just family days where they just go hang out with their family without going to an event on the weekend? Mm-hmm. Like, is there any... Do they have another job? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. And sometimes I look at my account and somebody just called me out on this. A nice publicist was just like, I don't know who you are. I see that you do all of the stuff and you like pretty walls and you like the stuff and you're creative, but like, and you like to go to Disney a lot, but are you a Disney blogger or are you a travel blogger or who are you and what do you do? do? What is your day? What is your day? And my day is completely focused on like health and wellness. And I was a nurse and I do a lot of background stuff and Mm -hmm. taking care of animals and bugs. And he's like, you're just that's you. So why doesn't anybody know that like you douse yourself in oils before you leave the house to protect yourself from negative people? And you did that. I typically have my black stone in my car just in case any bad negative vibes come my way. Right. And, and and this goes back to what you said earlier that you used to do that. You started off with talking about your wellness, your oils, your, Mm -hmm. your, um, knowledge of, um, natural and natural things and yeah. stuff like that. My bees, but and everything. you, but yeah, but you got sidetracked with all the bright and shiny things. Oh yeah, for sure. Which is also what happens to a lot of LA mom bloggers. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to just call it the moms. It's influencers, just dads, oh, yeah. everybody. Um, it happens. We get sidetracked. Yeah. So this whole conversation, by the way, is not to throw shade on anybody no. or anybody. We're just trying to dissect we're amongst ourselves where are we going what are we doing and behaviors that we see happening and trends that we see happening to try to figure out like what can we be doing better mm-hmm. and if you're a starting um, blogger protect yourself yeah make sure you stay in your line and focus yeah. and like keep your vision chart up on, it's like, the where same you thing go. with um with acting mm-hmm. i i as an actor everybody says oh i don't want to be stereotyped like don't stereotype me you know ian's probably said it a year you know i don't want to be stereotyped as steve sanders or whatever yeah but there comes a time in your career, especially in the beginning, where you have to lean into that stereotype a little bit and go, this is me and I'm the best type of this that I can be. I'm the best funny best friend that you will ever 
cast. Mm -hmm. So whenever a casting director or anybody is like, who do we get that's really funny and bold and like, you know, a poor man's Melissa McCarthy. Oh, it's Heather Brooker or whatever. (laughs) I want to be the top of their list for my type. Yeah. Then once you've made it, you've reached your Halle Berry status. You can do other things and Mm -hmm. branch out and be more creative. And I think that there's similarities to blogging and to influencing where you be the best in your niche. If you're the Disney food blogger, you'd be the best Disney food mm-hmm. blogger and be on everyone's list or whatever. And then maybe you can branch off and do other things. Yeah. But I just think everybody's trying to do all of the things all of the time because mm-hmm. of the FOMO mm-hmm. and because we don't have any direction. And quite frankly, <clears throat> we, there's no like brand managers to give us direction. Yeah, there's no one. It's not like there's like I have a a, a manager for my acting, mm-hmm. but there's nobody who is like you can go to for um, consulting or career direction. Like a business would go to a business advisor, but this is, but bloggers don't really have that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. that's the one thing that we're all craving is somebody being like, "What should I do? What do I do? When you look at me, who am I? What do yeah. I look like? I should be doing? Like, what mm-hmm. would you like to see from me?" And I feel like I ask my audiences all the time. And it's always split. I'm like, you guys do they want to see fashion from you? They want to see fat. They always want everything to be bright and shiny, Mm -hmm. but then they want something deeper and Mm -hmm. more. Right. And I'm like, it's hard to give you both. Right. But I feel like I, I kind of am. And it's another hard thing where I get a lot from companies that go, you guys looked really posed. I'm like, well, we are really posed. Like that's just who I've been. Go back to my high school photos. I am just a poser. Yeah. That's just me. I take a photo and I'm like, smile, smile, (laughs) hit it. Like my daughter is the same way. Even my puppy will pose for photos. Like perfect. He sits and he like presses his paws and it's just Hollywood Bernadette. We are that family and that's what you're going to get from us. We're not this crazy goofy family that's all over the place. I'm not that person. Mm -hmm. No matter how much I want to try, it's just it's not there yeah and that's who I am and it's like you hired me looking at my Instagram going this is her Mm -hmm. like what else do you think you're going to get and I need to like also really stay I mean it's good to get out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. but I feel like I've also just been out of my comfort zone for four years um and now you're trying to and being in your comfort zone is where you're an expert Mm -hmm. is what you're good at is what put you to be the person that you are doing this thing yeah and if you really just hone into that and create a brand off of that versus all of these other t- being mediocre mm-hmm. at a hundred things, being mediocre at yes. covering entertainment, being mediocre on the red carpet, being right. mediocre, like, you know, Doing whatever. posting a toy picture. Yeah. It's really got to tap in. I feel like one person's really good at it is Emily from Magical Kind of Mama. Mm-hmm. She focuses on her Disney. She's one. She's, she's all in into on it. Disney, yeah. She's 100% into it. She mm-hmm. makes videos. She's there at like 5 a.m. at the park for opening. All day, every day. But this is her brand. Yeah. And she's, you know, she's going to build something off of this. And I'm excited to see where she goes mm-hmm. with building. But I love to see somebody who's truly focused on yeah. what they're good at and what they know. Um, and, I, you know, and li- they, everyone calls it lifestyle. I think what we do, mm-hmm. but no one really has a lifestyle in what we do either. Yeah. So that's the other. Yeah. Lifestyle feels like such a generic term. Yeah. But lifestyle is not going to events 24 seven. No. no. And like, unless you're an event lifestylist, maybe your lifestyle is events. Like, I don't know. I think, uh, (laughs) I don't know. It feels very sad. It really works. It feels like a very sad lifestyle. I just feel like the more conversations we have about it and the more you and I talk about it, the more Mm -hmm. we can talk about it with our friends, figuring out what it is we're doing in this space, being more honest and open with brands, be about what we're comfortable doing and not comfortable doing in terms of going to events, pictures, videos, whatever, Mm -hmm. content. Um, I think that we can learn more and try to figure out where we want to go and what we want to do. Cause right now I just sort of feel 
like a little bit lost. So Girl, hopefully we'll figure we it out. This. We got this. We got this. We got this. I know we're going to figure it Things out. Things we'll just get there keep eventually. dropping. And yeah. like one of them is going to be like that golden ticket. I'm ready for the golden ticket. I feel like it's getting closer, mm-hmm. but um we'll see we have some great ideas for world domination so. yes we do <laughs> we do we're not announcing them yet guys no we're not announcing so make them. sure to follow us on Hold every on. 57 yes. things we're doing <laughs> make, make sure you do follow us i'm going to put up um information uh, about aaron and where you can follow her and uh, at home with his earrings and also aaron's earring and Hollywood Bernadoodles and everything. Panazering, Mia Zering. all of it. Um, everybody up on the Instagram. But thank you for coming over. Thank you for having me. Next time me. we'll do it. We will do, we can do cocktails because let me tell you, drunk podcasting is way more exciting I'm here than, I'm than here. sober I'll spill podcasting. all the beans on everything that I've ever said to PR companies. I know, right? Oh my gosh. The music is so juicy. Um, but be honest, be yourself, you guys. That's it. Yes. And people will continue to work with you. Yes. Yes. I love it. Good tips. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. That's going to do it for me. Have a wonderful week. Remember, I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye. Bye. Mama Funny. Balls.